Welcome back to the Thursdays are the best days podcast episode nine, 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 yep, nine. Nope, just nine. nine. I couldn't remember if it was 90 or 91. It is 90. Okay. I, I thought last week was 89, but let's just. Okay. So you heard our person this week. We have Bruno. Bruno, I have something to talk to you about maybe next week. After okay. this, and I don't want to talk about now because I just forgot to talk about it with you before it. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just thought about it, and I didn't want you to... I didn't want to forget about it. So, remind me in an hour-ish. Okay. That was complicated. So, Bruno. <laughs> I was browsing Reddit today, as I always do, with my free, immense amount of free time. And I saw this post that I just posted. It was a picture, and it says, The night before a day off is more satisfying than the day off itself. Is that something you agree with, or is that something you don't agree with? The night before a day... Yeah. I agree. I know we know why we say Thursdays are the best days. But before we did this podcast thursdays are the best days thursdays were also my favorite day of the week why because a thursday is really just a friday junior i okay let me let me let me let me paint the picture i'm gonna paint the picture that a thursday is almost better than a friday so you know monday suck i mean you can love your job, you can love everything in life, but after two days off or three days off, depending on how your like schedule works in life, going back to work is never never like it's a never joy. good. No. Even if you love your job, just like, you know, not getting to sleep in and, you know, having to, you know, worry about responsibilities and stuff, it you could love it, but there is still a little drag from it. No one can say they love to hit a Monday morning with the biggest smile on their face. I just won't believe it. And if they do, they're going to burn themselves out of that job eventually. Yes. So, you know, when you get through the week, it's like, oh, you make it past Monday. You make it past Tuesday. You hit that Wednesday, and it's a a lull. It is the hump day, you know. You're just kind of hoping for that meeting to to last a little bit longer. You're hoping something takes a while. It's like neither beginning nor end. You're just kind of like there. But then this magical day Thursday comes around. And the best part about Thursday is you have this feeling that the week's almost over. Like you you've almost made it. It's great. When it when the day's about done, you're like, "Oh, tomorrow's Friday." Like, you know, tomorrow'll be a coast day. Cause no one no one no one hits it hard on a Friday. No. Not usually. Now, see, on a Friday, you you know the next day's a day off. So, like, your whole mind isn't about, like, work and it's about all day off stuff. So work drags on. And all you want to do is the week to be over. And when the week, when the Friday finally ends, all that hope of the week being over is done. Because it is. But then you get that dread. You realize, like, all that happiness of the week being almost done is gone. Now you have the dread of, of Sunday night coming. But that Thursday night, that Thursday night is the one night that you know... The week's almost over, and no- nothing's gonna nothing's gonna suck that out. And that's why my that's my debate on why Thursday is the best day. I can see it at least. 
I don't know if I fully agree with it, but I can see it. Eh, well, maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe, maybe sometime when you're, I don't know, doing something for a whole, like, like, I don't know, trying to think of an example. Next time you're on a Thursday and you're like really tired from a week of hard something and you think about Friday, you're gonna be like, no, 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 Thursday, Thursday's where it's at. But yeah, that's a, just another reinforcement to why we the Thursdays are the best days. They also are pretty the good days. Yeah. Dude, Thursday, they're just such a... The other thing about Friday is all that stuff you set, you're going to try to put off till Monday. You know, like, I'll get back to you in about an hour if I can't have, can't till Monday. And then you just screw over your Mondays. You know you're doing it to yourself. You know you're putting those nine. Oh yeah, back. you're you're front loading Monday, and it sucks. And yeah. in the like the front of your mind, you're like, oh, you know, it's fine. Everything's great. This is great. But you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, you know, Monday me is gonna be like Friday me can go like end it. They can go jump off yeah. that Friday afternoon bridge. Yeah. So. If people didn't have another reason why to listen to this podcast, just remember, <laughs> Friday Junior. So that was that was a quick little quick little intro to the, the other stuff I have because I don't know what else we're getting to. But first thing I had was something you and me normally talk about is SpaceX finally launched their fourth launch of sixty satellites. I got a notification about that. About that they were going to do it. Which means they are like real close to starting actually putting their service out. I think they wanted. I don't know if they wanted double digits, but they definitely it was definitely below double digits, I thought. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious how it's going to work. But Um, the other um, big thing from this, like they've launched these. This is the fourth launch, so it's kind of getting boring. Yeah. They caught a fairing this time. Oh, Okay. I forgot what the boat is called. Um the 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 uh They're they're good names. I know the one is we still love you like something like we still love you. That's the Oh, whatever the boosters or whatever. I don't know what they call of them. Of course I still love you and just read the instructions with a shortfall of gravitas being constructed. Are those fairing ships or are they just what the autonomous spaceport drone ship. Okay. The mystery vessel caught a. Oh, the mystery vessel caught a filing a falling payload fairing. Maybe that's what that one's called. Maybe. So for people that are less aware of SpaceX, they like to reduce, reuse, and recycle. So a lot of the spaceship parts get sent out multiple times yeah which is great difficult but great and the easy part is the rock the rocket boosters so like the little side side cylinders they go up when they're done they pop off and then they like have fuel left and they land on a little raft they land themselves they land themselves on a little little like just flat barge basically it's a barge a an unmanned remote control barge that 
works with the rockets to figure out like roughly where they need to be. Like it all works out. Now on top of the rocket, there's what there's called the fairings, and that's what makes the tip, like the little like cone or not nose cone. cone. Nose cone. Or, or something like that. And at first they couldn't really like reuse them because when they're up there they pop off, then they're just falling. They don't have boosters or anything. So They've designed a system, a very complex, complicated, oh, highly advanced system of a net on a ship. <laughs> Sometimes just got to do it. And I don't know if the ships are unmanned. They probably are. I, these ships are kind of newish. They're just starting to, like, actually use them. But the ship just floats around and it just tries to catch this big chunk of. I would assume light metal falling at probably terminal velocity in this big ass net. Yep, pretty much. And they well, it might not be. There's a lot of wind resistance because of how light it is. I think it might be. It's kind of like dropping a feather. It's not a a big ball bearing that's just flying down at the speed of sound. You know. No, no. That'd be scary. That'd be deadly. Yes. But these fairings, they have to be light. I assume they're like... I, I don't think they're extremely light, but I think that they're reasonable. This net doesn't look that, like, netty. It doesn't look like a super net. I don't know. I look at this net, and it's like... It's not like it's a reinforced net, from what I see. It looks like a general just... I need to get yeah, the tarp. It, it looks like a fishing net. Like... It reminds me of those, you ever see the, like, over top of a canyon, they'll string a big bungee net thing, uh, yeah. and people with parachutes will be, like, chilling in it, and then jump through the mid- hole in the middle or something. That's fucking scary, but yes. That's what it reminds me of. I, it's yeah. just a big, I don't know if it's a barge or if it's, like, a, a tanker, and this gigantic net comes out of the middle of it. And I'm guessing it's a tanker. I'm guessing like it's just an old oil tanker that they like. Elon was like, "Oh, I need, I need three of these." And they're like, "Why?" And they're like, I just want to put a net on it. You know, something makes me think it might not be. Why? Because those don't move fast or precisely at all. I feel yeah. like you got to be pretty good at catching things. You got to move around a little bit. To catch I, one of these damn things. I'd be interested in watching a video on how like how calculated it is. Do these ships like line up and they just hope like do they do the calculation all oh, with how it is right now, it should be here. And they just hope, or is it actually like moving very fast, like to figure it out like uh back back a little, up a little bit. Alright. Not the kind of ship I was thinking. This thing looks like it can move. Oh, does it, does it? A little bit. It looks oh. like she's got some thrust behind. Okay, so it reminds me almost of a... The front it... end screams yacht, but the back end screams, like, tugboat. Bubblegum shrimp. Go, yes. We're going fishing boat. But extend it times five. Yes. This is an interesting ship. That's a long boy, Bruno. Yeah. That, that boy ain't turning too... <laughs> 
That got a turning radius of max. Well, like, this might be a very complicated ship. It could. You think it got like, side propulsion? I almost guarantee it, actually. I ain't a ship expert. To be real with I'm, you. I'm gonna look a little bit. Do some do some digging. Well, it's got 10,000 horsepower. <laughs> oh. I mean... It can travel 37 miles an hour, which is very fast for a boat. It's very, that uh, big. Yeah. That like, is like cruising. In the world of water, that's pretty cruising. In the world of water, that's fast. In the world of cargo ships and large things... Yes. That is absolutely flying. Wow. Okay, so yeah, that thing is that thing is tugging towards whatever it needs to catch. It's it still doesn't look that advanced though. Like it looks like I think big... it's just a big boat that they threw a lot of power into <laughs> and then put a big old catching mid one dude that net is i don't know it just looks so funny on the back there i'm surprised i caught one like it's dangerous like if they miss by a little bit that's going into the ship like yeah i wonder how reinforced the uh uh okay hold on a second what this thing came down with a big parachute. Oh, wait, it has a parachute? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, I never That saw... makes this a lot easier then. Okay, well, all... I've never known them to use a parachute. Right. Okay, people, I, I'm sorry. I, Usually I did not they're know. like rocket propulsion landing, because that's how they do the other ones. Yeah, I. In the past, they just kind of fall. Like. No one ever, not even the people that talk all the time ever mentioned a parachute, unless I wasn't paying attention. They're like, oh, here are the fairings uh, deploying, and uh, here are them crushing down. What? Okay. Okay. That's, it's still hard to do, don't get me wrong. That's not like that makes this easy. No, but if this thing is like, you know, that's a big parachute. That thing's kind of like gliding down. Probably has a little GPS pinger on it. The boat kind of like follows it and just tries to line it up. And the thing they're catching is massive. I'd, I don't know. Is it like a bus? Is it, no, longer than a bus. It's about a bus. Is it about a bus? I would guess. Like I'm looking at a picture and the people standing next to it look very small. They do. So it makes me think it's bigger than a bus. It's definitely thicker. Yeah, it's definitely. They're thicker. probably only catching half of it, though. It, yeah, a bus and a half. That makes maybe. me realize that's how big their payload is going to space. That's massive. It is one of those things that we look at it in pictures and we're like, "Oh, that's pretty small." But like, looking at this one with people next to it, that's a big boy. That's large. I watched a. I didn't watch. I witnessed like five seconds of a launch. If I've ever, I don't know if I ever told you. Yeah. 
I don't, it, I don't think you ever mentioned it. it. We were when I was down in Florida. One of the it might have been Cracktoria. No, it, it was. Oh, it was before I. Uh, it was before I knew you. Like not knew you guys, but it was like I talked to you once. We played a little bit of Terraria together. It was like just before. Okay. So I was down in Florida for my training trip. Um. And uh, there was supposed to be like a launch at like 1130 and then they postponed it like they always do. And I was like, crap. So I didn't get to see like the whole thing go up, but we were in the car like a half an hour later. Someone was like, hey, look over and you could see like the red streak of it going up and going up, going up. And we watched it and then it just disappeared. That was the crazy part. It was just this red dot that just randomly vanished. But that was... Hmm. I mean, I was miles away. Um, I was in Daytona yeah. Beach versus like Cape Canaveral, so yeah, it's a little bit away. But it's cool that you close enough. I could see like could you tell. could definitely tell it wasn't a normal thing you've ever seen. Yeah, like it was. I I can't explain it, but the red in the sky of it going up was just like the most unnatural red you've ever seen in the sky. I mean, like when it gets sunsetty, yeah, you get those reds, but this was like a sharp red. Yeah. On a blood like a blue sky. Can't say I've seen it. I definitely would love like I, w- I don't want to go to Florida ever again. It's just an awful state. But like if I ever did, I had to. Like I'd want to go see a rocket launch. That's about it. I don't know. I'm not going to Disneyland. I think we ranted about that before. Yeah, I think we probably have. So I have a little update for the listeners. Oh. Remember how I was trying to figure out a uh, 3D modeling program? Yes. And all that stuff? Yes. Well, I started trying to learn Fusion 360, and that went pretty well. Yeah. I've been able to make it do things. Like, I was able to make it do what I wanted for once. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm not claiming to be an expert and I'm still learning and it still frustrates me sometimes because what I want to do isn't easy sometimes. But, you know, it works. Would you want a tablet to do it or would you rather keep the mouse and keyboard? I don't know. I'd never thought about using a tablet. Because it's not drawing, it's making... Well, yes, but I've... A tablet wouldn't be bad, I can tell you that. I watched, well, the only Maybe reason I bring it, it up... The, uh, like, I have recently got a new iPad, and it now supports the Apple Pen. Yeah. So I think it knows I now have a new iPad, because YouTube started sending me uh, <laughs> ads for... Uh, um. Uh, software. Well, I'm probably from half this podcast, half from it being a new iPad. I ha- had an ad for a 3D modeling like software, and this guy with his iPad and his Apple Pencil just went at it and designed this like joint. I don't know what type of joint it was off the yeah. top of my head. Okay. But he designed the whole thing on the iPad with an Apple Pen because he was just like drawing out the 2D shapes and then like add like rotating, adding depth and all that shit. So. If I wanted to ever start to get into it, I might invest in like a probably like a refurbished Apple pen and try it out on like 
a tablet surface to see if that makes it any. I thought you were talking like a drawing pad. Well, like, uh, that would work too. Like a Wacom my... tablet, which I do have. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, that would work too. I meant I yeah, only brought up my tablet because that's what I have. I never expected you to get an iPad. Android boy. Oh, there was something else too I wanted to say. Oh, what was it? Something for I'll come back to it. Something for dit. Something for your three D printer. Something you made. Something yeah. I mean, yeah. we can talk about that. Did once dit's on this keyboard adventure. You guys ever wanted a way to trigger dit? Bring up how like a keyboard is weirdly shaped, or like how this keyboard might be great for something because he's on a big old keyboard kick right now. Or yeah. I think if Bruno had a CNC machine, he'd be having Bruno CNC the perfect PCB, or not PCB board, the uh, perfect housing? Uh, just, I don't know what it's called. Case? But yeah, he wants me to 3D print. Uh, the easiest way to explain it is the switches inside of a keyboard. You need some special things to take them apart and do things with them. So he wants some of that. And it's like special tooling. So for people, there's a lot of don't even get into it. Don't never. It's get like into everything game. else. You know, you can name any hobby and there's all kinds of different sides. But it's finding keyboards. I remember uh, what I wanted to talk about, too. That's fine. Get into it. Tarkov. To trigger. Oh, Tarkov. From Tarkov, I almost wanted to buy it today. Damn, Bruno! I'm getting close, but then the servers acting up reeled me back. I am still of the thing where the more people in that game, is less fun it will be. Yeah, I think three is the most that I would want to ever go in with. Maybe once or twice, like. Let's get as many as we can kind of thing. But yeah, any more than three, and I think it's a terrible thing. I don't know. I like the idea of the game, but I hate the idea of like just losing all the work I made because I like screwed up. I, I think that it does it well, though. It does. And like if know. you watch big streamers, they'll complain about the secure box and stuff. Uh-huh. But I think for the casual players, it's... It's the right thing to do, and it's okay. You'll probably get it in a month, my guesstimation. I might. It's got some things that I really like, but there's also some things that I really don't like, like how bad the servers are right now. I just keep hearing about them having issues. So. We'll see. As soon as it dies down, it'll be fine. Just like that game Temtem. I just the price is too big for Pokemon for me. There's no for people who don't know. There's a new game called Temtem Out, which is really I'd call it a Pokemon ripoff because it's basically it's think of what Pokemon is as a game. You collect your monsters, you battle people with other monsters, and you like progress through the world. But Temtem is MMO, so you see everyone else playing on a server, so that's a little different. Not really. You don't really interact with them too much. But 
it became big. Only 20,000 people can play at a time, I think it was. I think they've been upping it and upping it so that they're okay now. But uh, there was a way more than 20,000 people that were going to ever play it, like, first day. Like, queues were huge. I, I don't know. I don't ever see a need for a Pokemon ripoff. They added nothing to the game. Like add stuff, make the game different. Do do I mean, something. They they um, they made their own universe, sure, but in the end, eh, okay, they did add something. It's like what co-op. You can play with another person cooperatively. It. I don't know if that's enough, but it's something. It really just makes the battles like co-op. Like I don't it. It to me it doesn't add enough that makes it different. It's just like oh well you can that. do it with you could do the same thing but with someone else. I don't know. Make if you're gonna make a game and you're gonna rip off something, make it something different. Tarkov is kind of like Daisy in a lot of ways if you think about it, Bruno. But they took it the is, idea but it's of, very different. But they they expanded upon it. They're like, oh, instead of you just coming into a world and living, dying in this one world, let's make raid. You loot, you come back with your loot, you put it somewhere, and you can go out and raid again. That's how you do like a ripoff of a game. I'm not calling Tarkov a ripoff, but when you think of like ideas, I don't yeah, know. it's it's good though. Good. Like I like the idea of Tarkov. I like the idea of the game. I'm just not in support of how bad their servers have been lately yeah i think it will have its time and i'd really like to start at the start of a wipe too to be honest yeah i think that is the best time instead of in the middle of it maybe in the summer maybe that's what we'll do Bruno. maybe if, if neither of us own it by wipe maybe we'll get it around wipe and we'll learn with each other Without having to worry about Fee trying to hand us a thousand guns or Eric giving us thousands of cheeses. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I think there's also some sales that happen. So maybe when one of those is going on or something. So I'm not going to be playing Cyberpunk all summer like I planned. So yeah, that got a... pushed. Every game got pushed. Every spring game that was supposed to come out this year all got pushed. Final Fantasy, which I don't care about, but it was still a big game. Cyberpunk. Uh, oh gosh, why can't I think of more of them? Spring. There was like three of them. 2020 uh, delay. There were six of them. Gosh. Really? Yeah. Dying Light. Oh, Cyberpunk. Final Fantasy. Oh. Last of Us 2, maybe? Uh, Skull and Bones, The Pirate Game, Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, The Last of Us, Watch Dogs, Final Fantasy, Cyberpunk, Iron Man VR, and Dying Light 2. Oh, and the Avengers game, I think. Yep. That was literally almost every major game that was supposed to come out for uh, like spring. It was all like spring 2020. And every single one of them said, nah, fam, can't happen. 
maybe 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 in the fall. So uh that's a big oof. It was going to be great. It was going to be like the last month of college. At that point, I was hopefully going to be employed. I didn't have to worry about stuff. You know, classes are class. Like at that point, where I am in a class, just kind of like coast it down. And I was going to be able to play my heart's content for a week or two before I had to re- re- like get in the real world. Now, what's September 16th? What is that? It's at least a it's Friday. a long way away. Oh, okay. Don't you don't have to rub it in now. It's a I'm Wednesday. <laughs> Fucking ah. You're gonna tell me, Bruno. I'm gonna have to wake up on a random ass Wednesday in September. And take off of work. <laughs> take off of work. Don't even lie to me and tell you you're not gonna. I'm gonna be living with someone that's gonna be very upset if I <laughs> Who works night shift that's gonna be sitting there being like, What are you doing all day? Like, don't talk to me. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I'm gonna be going into job interviews, be like, Oh, how long's my probation period? Oh, you're gonna definitely be we working through September. I'm gonna have a death in the family on September 16th. They can't come in. Like in my last place I interned, the guy that uh, I worked with, um, he he he'd take off your games. He was a big like finish a game in a weekend type of person. So he'd be like, "Oh, where is he on a Friday?" He's like, "Oh, he wa- he took off to play this game." Like, I I remembered uh he took off to play Anthem for the weekend. I got no problem with that. No, you know, I, that's you what, what did. you want. But it was just fun. funny cuz I'm like, "Oh." Well, it was like funny cuz I was also taking off to play Anthem all Friday, but I didn't like you didn't, didn't tell, tell anyone? I was just like, oh, I have to go home and do my taxes. <laughs> just a nope. fair, fair excuse. I had a four-hour drive home, and I'm like, I just want to get out on a Friday so I can go do my taxes. And play Anthem all weekend, though. Well, yes. Even though it disappointed me, but yes. That game. Oh, did it get better yet? No. It's like... I'm not going to say it's in a graveyard, but like they don't want to look stupid by canceling it because they just canceled that other game that I can't think of. Andromeda. Uh, Like they already they shot themselves in the foot by canceling that game. And then they came out with this one that they promised it was going to be great. And it would be really shitty if they like canceled that one within the first year, because then how do you like cancel like two games for support and like less than three years who's gonna buy one of these games that needs yeah, servers like, yeah so i think it's kind of in its own uh people play the game but there's like no new content ever they just play the same game over and over and over and over and over and over and over yeah did destiny coot 2 get better yet i think it's isn't good. that the one that they made free? I think people play the free I mean, stuff, the but they don't want to play more. I mean, I don't think I would either, because how much do they want for the DLC? Like, It's like a new game. Basically. If it was like one, yeah. it was like $60 expansions. Everyone's like, wait a minute. That's a lot. 
you bought like the launcher basically and like the the you, what you get in destiny 2 i think is like basically the tutorial island if you think about the whole game in itself just enough gear that you think you're ready to play more and you need to pay for anything better you know what game they did improve bruno what's that fallout 76 and that was the biggest fail ever. No, 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 no. On release, you cannot tell me that Anthem that was, was not worse. a fail. Mm. Anthem was 100% worse. The amount of people that couldn't play that game. Oh, okay. I don't know if you ever, if you remember this, Bruno. So Anthem, you, you played the demo, right? I don't think so, no. Oh, you didn't? Okay, let me get you a picture. So, it's like one of those single multiplayer games. So, when you're with people, um, you're in, like, the same world. But if you, like, you can play solo and you have your own, like, quote-unquote city that you go okay. around by yourself. That's, like, your sure. single-player world. That can change based on how you're in the campaign. Okay. Um, uh, so, in this city game trying to google uh you see your mech on like a platform or whatever they call it like, like your little mech stand and well the way you start uh missions there's a picture of what it is you go up to your suit you get in and it loads you into like the what you want to do screen which is you know all fine and dandy so when I when Fee, Burry, and I all completed like the entire story in three days, um, I went to get in my suit to then do like more grindy stuff because we just wanted better gear because we thought there was gonna be more content. So I go up to my suit and I can't get in it, which means I can't play the game. So what we realized is, oh, they added a stupid little lobby to the side of like your single player game. Because they knew this was an issue that was going to be on launch. So they added like this half-rate little lobby that you can load in and quote-unquote see other people's design mechs. The whole reason was is you could launch missions from that lobby. So that's how bad that game was. They knew there were issues and instead of fixing it, they just made a workaround so people wouldn't like not be able to play their game. And it was like that for like weeks. I couldn't actually like get into my mech in the like zone you were supposed to so that was that was one thing yeah that does not sound like a great game also for the like first week or so all the banners in my starting area all freaked out with physics and it pinned my cpu and gpu because the banner physics were literally like freaking out (laughs) all right that's a a great it was funny like it was funny for the first minute, but then like I, I was lagging to shit because it was trying to render the whole world was trying to render all these banners flinging around like it was an F5 hurricane. Yeah. And between the physics and graphics of it, it just killed my like computer to a new level. I think it's still hurting from it. So. <sighs> you should get Fallout 76 is what I'm telling you. I still don't think I should. It's it's fine. They patched everything out. That's fine, but it's still like 
I don't think it was ever my game. Just go run around. And then the, the fact that it was terrible at the start was even more of a reason. Just run around the Badlands with Fee and I, just like shooting, shooting monster. It's like Fallout Daisy. Do some missions. It's it's a fun time. If I could ever get Fee back to playing it. Good luck now with Tarkov. I... The man's hooked. I know. Stupid him getting his appendix out. Not his appendix. Gallbladder. The only reason we stopped playing, 100%. I don't think it was. It was exact. We were playing it. He I left mean, for yes, a, but he left for a week for that. I think something else would have came up. There was no other games at that time. I think that's yeah, when you guys kicked into a Daisy kick after that. And then Eric burnt a potato in the microwave. It was that long ago. I don't remember. It might. It honestly could have been that long ago. All. I'm saying, Bruno, is you have two more bosses in Terraria. One. One more boss in Terraria, and then what? I don't know, dude. Maybe Tarkov. Uh, It it might come to that. Nick, if it wasn't over $50, with tax, it's over $50. Heck. I have a Visa gift card that was going to get used on it, but I can't. Nope. Sorry. I'm it, it, it's 45 and then with tax and PA, it's like $50 in some sense. I'm not willing to pay 50 bucks for that game. For the amount of enjoyment, I know I'd probably get out of it. It's not a $50 game for me. I wish, but no. I don't know. I saw there was a new space game I saw out that was 30 bucks that kind of had my interest. And I'm only telling you because I know that they probably won't listen to the podcast. I know. So they'll never know. There's a new space game out for $30. What's that? Journey to the Savage Planet. Uh, I don't know that one. Like it just came out, I think. And I don't think anyone's playing it because. You know, it's on Epic Store, so yeah. I know, I'll give it to you that. I mean, Tarkov's on its own launcher. That's not much better. No, it, and the, uh, I hate to say it, but the tar- the Epic launcher is at least an actual launcher compared to the Tarkov. I always have problems with the Tarkov launcher, though. I don't really know how to describe this game because I really don't know what it is. But, like... I guess it's you just go on this planet. There's these weird characters. Welcome to the Pioneer Program as the newest recruit in our of Kindred Astrospace, the fourth best interstellar space exploration company. Your job is to determine if the planet RE six twenty six is fit for humans. You may be short on equipment and experience, but good luck. So like mm. I don't know, like it's a little funky sounding. I'll have to find a video. Like I saw one video of some like doing an ad for it, but it wasn't like real like what the game actually is he, but it looks like it could be interesting. It kinda at first it reminded me of like a space 
like or a foreign planet subnautica without water a non-nautica subnautica that could be good because it's like uh for no expenses spared you'll get some cool tools for free but like like a laser pistol rocket booster pack and a probe but if you need something Something you have a slick 3D printer that can turn space trash into sweet items. I think it's really a. Uh, I think it's like a subnautica. What would I call it? A space nautica. I'm cool with that. I like subnautica. I don't know that I've ever done the whole story. I've never either. Well, I wouldn't because it's not. I'm never going to do it solo. So that's that's why. I was thinking about us playing it, but that was a mod. That was jank. It was. They did their best. Oh, sorry. I should have like sent you the website. I don't know if you looked up the game. No, I didn't. There's the website. And if you like scroll down a little bit to like. I don't know, in your 4K or your 144p. You need to learn. I'm just going to call it 144p. To, to put an extra zero on that. 14, 4, I don't know. That's just, I'm not used to needing to say that type of stuff. Let me get you an image in 144p. Like clear ish. Excuse me? I mean, you got 144 pixels. Like, what more could you need? How many pixels is life? How many pixels can the human eye see? Who knows? Depends on who you talk to, bud. Only see like four FPS in real life. You don't you dare be one of them. I mean, look how big it is. Look at how small it is. Perspective. If I blow it up, if I zoom in. And... Okay. All right, bud. Scroll down that website, like halfway, maybe, maybe less than halfway, depending on how your resolution messes with it. You got the big burb, you got the big eye burb, you got the, I don't the know. The chomper what dude? The chomper dude. This yeah. looks like uh, Astroneer meets, no, I'll tell you what this is, okay? Okay. This is satisfactory. What with a mixture of Astroneer. I want to say it only reminds you of Satisfactory because it's built in Unreal Engine. I feel like that's what a lot of these games just look like. I'm talking Satisfactory because of the way the plants look and the... I, 100% that's because it's built in the Epic Unreal okay. Engine. They probably, yeah. like, assets are all probably bought off of, like, asset pack. I, I, don't, I don't... I feel like that's... With how good the Unreal Engine is... Like, this is the biggest, like, uh, not flaw, not even drawback, but it's going to be the biggest, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. A lot of games are going to look the same because a lot of games are going to have access to the same stuff. So they're all going to choose the same art style. I, I can don't know. understand that. And a lot of the physics are going to be very similar, like physics make a game a game feel different like i don't know i i 
people have played games like physics and sea of thieves are different than the physics of black lake even though a lot of times you're fighting ships the games feel like such a difference because of how like different physics work i feel with a lot of this being on the same engine using the same stuff they're gonna feel very samey with how jumps feel and how different stuff of like works so yeah all games are gonna be the same thing eventually maybe maybe Never know. Don't we? No, E three is a while away. E three is June. Yes. Right. When is E three? I can Google it. E three. When is E three? June ninth through June eleventh. So we have a. We have a couple. Go. It's a little while away. That's when we're going to get our next batch of games. I think that's where we'll see, Bruno. This Unreal, this Epic launcher thing, a lot of these games are going to be shown. And we're going to be like, wasn't that the game that we already just saw? I feel like that's how this 2019 was. Oh, it's going to be worse. Now that they see, now that people see that it's okay, it's all it's going to be. It's going to be, wait a minute. I mean, how many times have we seen the same trailers? Oh. Whoa, Bruno, let's let's tone it back. You telling me all these cyberpunk trailers haven't gotten me more excited to play this game? I mean, that's one of the good ones, to be honest. They do things well. I'm saying, how many times have I been like, hey, I think I saw that before? Well, yes. I mean, at least the Death Stranding ones gave us, like, something to think about before the game was kind of a letdown. You ever think of Death Stranding since it came out? Because I sure haven't. Yeah, I've been curious about it. But remember, I was all hyped because no one knew what type of game it was, and you realized it was just a yeah. backpack-carrying simula- simulator? It, it was a very confusing game, I think, to a lot of people. It was one of those that people are going to call it art kind yeah. of games. In like 10 years when they understand how to speedrun it to death. Yeah. Well, you see, uh, this this combination of 11 backpack slots uh, causes you to run at triple speed. We found that out uh, by accident. Um, very much fun. But, I don't know, Bruno. We should we should look at the Savage Planet game. Maybe you should save it. Why Maybe. Tarkov? Why Tarkov? When we could play base Subnautica Satisfactory Astroneers. I... <laughs> I have a few of those, I feel like. Astro- You're never going to play Astroneer because it's just awful. I don't mind it. There, I've played no- it. You, there's nothing to that game. What is there to this game? I don't know. I feel like Astroneer is so bad. Once you build your, like, ten machines, then you, like... I don't know. I hate Astroneers. I've tried it multiple times. I've looked at the different stuff and I just can't get into it. Unless it gets modded and they add like a ton of mod stuff. But it does I don't think it has mod support. Uh, I don't think so. I doubt it. Uh like Base Engineers was fun, but that ended quick. 
I like I'm I could still go back into that, but I was still ready to go and no one else was really playing too much. Yeah. I don't know. We have that satisfactory or not that we have that factorial world just sitting there. So, uh, yep. I don't know, Bruno. I've been wondering. You know what we need right now? We need the forest two to just drop. We need a big old game. We all can just like. I bet it's gonna suck. I'm. It's gonna. I'm be gonna awful. call it right now. It's gonna suck. But we're gonna play it. There's no way we aren't playing it. I th- we might ha- even have a a Forest One server still running on the server right now. No, I'm pretty good about. I know what's running. We did have a Forest One server that you and me were like halfway through. I don't know. We need another good All of Us game, but we don't ever all get on anymore, so it doesn't matter. There's been a lot of people on lately. Yeah. A couple days. The problem is it's not for very long. Yeah. Like there's a, like, I want to say two hour window that there's a lot of people on. We can't do grindy games too much. Not all of us. You can. Burry can. That's why I I said not all of us. But when Burry and I get jobs here soon. We'll like we'll start we'd start a moderatorial world with you with like copper armor and then you come back with Dargan Mark Ten. Be like I was fishing a little bit. I just found this in a lake. Look, all right. Everybody racks on me for going fishing in these terraria games. I can't tell you the amount of times where me and Barry were like, Oh, I need this. The answer is always fishing. Oh, we need souls of light? Let me just fish up sixty thousand of them. Oh, we need this fishing. It's been the answer every bad. time. I'm just saying, like it happens. I log off with copper gear. I log back on, and you're sitting there with the Dargan Mark Ten because you got bored. I've seen you play. I've played Factorio with you, Bruno. I I get off at like six a.m. being like, "Oh, Bruno's yeah, gonna just well, be on doing a little bit." Wake up, Sonic. I expanded blue chips. I'm like, wait, what? And you've added a whole extra part of the factory. Factorio is a different beast with me when I get into it. But I haven't had anything that I'm into yet for Factorio. We could go mod. Well, I'd say we could go modded, but we're already base game modded by 17 mods. Yeah, there's a couple. Have you seen any good new ones that we could do? One, but everybody's like not supporting it why because the guys like he tries to take down twitch streams and youtube videos because he doesn't want anyone making any sort of monetary gain from his mod what yeah so the community is just like well then screw you too and not doing anything with it do you think he's do you think he modded the game just for himself, or did you get it like modded for people to actually play? I I don't know. I think he modded it for. To be honest, I don't know, 
because it has to be for yourself at that point. I don't know. Like, what's wrong with some people playing it on a stream and getting it more popular? Not even you just modded a game that's already been there. You can't even like. Yeah, it's like it's not even your game to be like, oh, don't play it. Like. Yeah, I don't know how much of the game is yours. I mean, you mod it. That's the question. Do you have the right to tell someone that they can't? Like, what's the... Yeah, it's a very complicated question. Huh. I never thought about this. Yeah, I was watching Giant Waffle one day, and he was, like, looking at Factorio mods to get into a Factorio game. And he actually started a world with these mods. Uh And his chat, like told him about this and he looked it up and like read what some people had to say and then just straight up stopped playing the game because he didn't want to make it more popular the mod job waffle i mean shit bro i'm out of games i have all these games that i don't even need one day i'm gonna pass on the steam account and they're gonna be like well, this is where my inheritance went. Fuck you, Grandpa. <laughs> Have you ever looked at how much your Steam account's worth? Or like what? The, you, not sorry, recent. Not even that. The number that you've spent on your Steam account. Can I like where can I? I've seen it like two years ago. I like. You have to have an extension and go on and log into the website. It's it's a hassle. Steam calculator, Steam database. What? Profile, Steam ID. What's my Steam ID? How do I get my... I never know how to get my Steam ID. Go to your profile, and it's either the number or the custom URL at the end. Profile. My number. I'm in profile on the from the top right. Like, View my profile. Uh, in so Steam or on the website? In Steam. All right. So go to your profile, and then right-click on the background of your profile page and copy link copy page url yeah okay so then i and then paste that in somewhere and the big long number at the end that's Uh, your id oh um game bands in good sanding back bands community trans bands uh it's not tell me the for eight and a half eight point one years average why isn't it telling me? Private mm-hmm. power. Get disappointed in your life. TM. All games are hidden. Yep, that's why. From your profile, edit profile, my privacy setting, game deep, game deep. It, it's it's in there somewhere. What? I want to do this now. People are going to edit profile. Got to scroll down. Got to find my privacy settings tab. The other thing, though, is like things like Humble Bundle. Yeah, this number up. I still it's I'm still counting it because it's like stuff I did that game details to public. Uh, Game details. Public. Saved. Uncheck always keep my total playtime private. Uncheck. Where's that box? Always. Okay, it's already been unchecked. 
So I'm just going to exit out of Steam, and I'm going to refresh this. That didn't work yet. I'm going to close that. I'm going to open Steam again. I, the people are going to know how much time. <laughs> okay. This is what goes through our mind. Nick's just letting it out right now. That's the difference here. Tell me. Profile refresh two minutes ago. All data is cached up to one hour. What? Gosh. Can you can you do mine? Why would I do? I don't know. I Steam. Do you... I don't know. Calculator. <laughs> Paste. Um. Maybe this website will give it to me. Could not four oh four could not find Steam account with that given ID. Uh that's bullshit. You can. <laughs> nope, it's cached for me. It's still here. The oh. the uh oh. not telling me. Oh, 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 oh. Well this tells me all the games and their prices, but it doesn't tell me my uh total. Ooh. Yeah, I found okay. one. So my my Steam account right now is worth $2,400. Let me do mine on this website and see what it says. Is yours the one with the green gear turning? Uh, hold on. That's I'm on this website now. Yes. Okay. I wasn't a second ago. The other one gave me a, a range. Of the with sales and without sales. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah, that's the one you missed. Like, I put a screenshot in there in the chat. Hey, Bruno. Let me get you the other number, though. Hold on. Bruno, well. I'm like in between what yours could be, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, why. mine says 36 on this one. <laughs> 3,600. Dang. I like, but that's I just the, like it's a search of how much all these games cost right now. It's not, oh, this is where you bought them at. Wasn't one didn't one of them tell you like how much money you got for like value versus like minutes you've played of them? Yeah, the other one did. Damn it. I know my value is off. I don't know. I'm gonna, I know I'm going to like I mean I'm gonna have to give away my Steam account. Like, I feel like that's right. I'm gonna have to do it on the hush hush because it's probably against the terms of service. I mean, is you can't tell me it's not. You can. It's a transferring of your account. Like, there's no other way to word it. Is it a death claw? Is there like you're? I don't know. I know. I won't name specifics, but I know someone's like grandfather that passed away that had that most likely had a Steam account that I'm guessing had a bunch of games on it. I mean, who's going to know? I know. It's one of those things that. Well, the issue is none of them know about it. I'm like the only one that would know he probably had it. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like. Oh, what happened to that computer? Oh, you got rid of it. Damn. Yikes. I would have probably never been able, never been able to figure out the you like if you had like Steam Guard on it like oh, I would never been able to do it. But you say that very quickly. What do you mean? I feel like 
if somebody had my computer, they could get into my Steam account. Probably. Well, yeah. well maybe not. They would into my phone too. Well, that's what I mean. Like you could get into it, but then logging into it after you've logged out of it is the issue. So yes, but yes, yeah. but actually no. Well, I'm saying like you could probably change the password, but you'd need the Steam Guard to do it. it which is either a phone or an email. Oh. The email's probably logged in. No. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. The phone somebody probably knows how to get it open. Probably. So then you can reset the password. I need to like figure out this whole dying thing. I feel like there's a lot more to think about now. Like, I have a lot of accounts that, like... That I don't even know the password to. Yeah. Let alone someone else. Like, I, like... Uh, okay, this isn't me, but this is an example. Like, my parents' Amazon account. I'm never going to yeah. let that go away. Because my dad and I are very similar readers. So, even for, like, okay. the life... my gotcha. Like, the rest of my life... My dad and I will probably be using I'll probably be using their Amazon account to buy a book or an audiobook because if it's a fantasy like that type of world, like my dad will probably like read it. So I don't feel bad because like, yeah. why would I buy it? And then like, you know, I got you. So I have. Well, the Wheel of Time show is going to be coming out on Amazon here, but on Amazon, I now own all the books on Kindle and I'm about to own all the books on audiobook which is pretty cheap because Amazon's actually really nice. If you own the Kindle book version, you get a discount on the audiobook. But if you didn't, they're like 40 bucks a piece. Like, not cheap. So eventually one day, like, the whole life thing happens and I won't have parents, which sounds awful, but it's just kind of like how you got to think yeah, about it. It's, it's one of those things that, like, their yeah, Amazon awful, but is going to have all my books on it. So, like, I'm going to have to... Can you switch an email account on an Amazon account? You have to be able to, yeah. Well, now I'm thinking. Can you switch email? I'm probably cutting out because I think I was playing I was playing CSGO earlier and I set my mute key again. I think you're okay. I thought I heard everything. Uh, yeah, you can change it. Yeah, because like the, there's situations that happen. Like I know so many people that have like a Comcast email address, mm -hmm. and they want to get rid of Comcast. Now what? I know, I know about this because I looked it up. So if you're a Comcast customer and you get an email, and you cancel your contract, you keep your Comcast email. You lose all the functionality of like the Comcast stuff, but you get your email. The only stipulation is every nine months you have to log into your email or else it's then deleted for inactivity. Yeah. But when you think about it, that's really not them. That's not them asking much at all. No, it's not. I. It's just one of those things that. Actually. That I don't know. You can't lose your email. Is logging in on your phone logging in? I don't know. I was is gonna... it refreshing through? Do you physically have to log in through the website? That's because I could problem. easily see myself not logging in for nine months. 
Yes, probably. I, that could email be that issue. I then don't care about, but want to kind of keep. I'd care about it enough to probably like I. I mean, I'd set like a thousand reminders too, but yeah. I'd probably call them and like try to get answers from a tech with it. You know. Yeah. Or but, like the people that were paying for AOL back in the day, and then like now the dial-up internet isn't a thing anymore they don't have to pay for aol but they were for for a long time just because mm-hmm. they thought they needed it for the email account do you uh it's actually a thing now where like it's never gonna happen but let's say comcast fails like as a company they don't adapt to this whole streaming biz and they fail yeah if they would fail the government now has made it so that you're not allowed to fail as like an email provider. Oh God. Do you remember Adelphia? Not really. Oh, Adelphia used to be like this shit. Like it used to be like, uh, it used to be like a Comcast, a Dell P H I A was communications corporation, you know, just like, it was in a uh, countersport, Pennsylvania. Like, it w- it was a local thing. But uh, no, I have not heard of this. It failed horribly, and apparently, in their old headquarters in the basement, a ghost team of like three people run the servers for the email <laughs> because you can't just get rid of people's emails nowadays. Because the company goes bankrupt. So basically, somehow they they get funding. I don't know who pays for it. Yeah, Someone who pays, pays for, for that? No one knows. Because <laughs> they're bankrupt. Um, uh, but yeah, because uh, when I worked at ARG, um, their old building, they have something in their old building that rents out. So maybe that's how they pay for it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because my aunt and uncle still have an Adelphia email. I'm like, because they were people I know that, like, they still have it. So I'm like, oh, someone must be doing it. I think it either has to be farmed out to a different company that gets somehow paid for it. Or, like, they still have to run it as, like, a ghost thing. But you can't lose your email. It's just, like, it just can't happen anymore. Think of... Interesting. Think of if for some reason you lose your... I mean, the whole world would probably be like falling apart. There'd be some issues if Google went down. Yeah, Google is down, Bruno. There's way more issues than this example needs. But think about it. What are you going to do if you lost your Gmail? I have so many of them, Nick. We don't got the podcast anymore. We can't log in with a Gmail. That's one of them. Yeah, that's not a good time. Not a good time. Yeah, so, I mean, it hasn't really happened. Like, I mean, it's happened, but uh, big email providers, none of the big email providers have failed, so that's why it's not really a, uh, um, um, thing. Oh, okay, so fate, chapter 11 bankruptcy assets were acquired by Time Warner and, Time Warner Cable and Comcast. So I'm guessing they kind of just, because they acquired those assets, they're kind of like in charge of keeping them up. Probably, yeah. But I think it's still stay like 
they're probably still quote unquote Adelphia people because I don't know. Probably just keep it separate. Yeah, I don't know. Probably something like that. Just make sure to keep it up. That's interesting. So it's it's one of those things you never think about, but like it's actually the government like being forward thinking with tech and just saying, hey, you can't just you can't yeah, do that. It's good. It's not a bad thing at all. I mean, it's pretty rare, Bruno. That the government did something right, but uh, you know, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. They're doing it to them. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's informative. People now know more about the internet. Yeah. You've learned something. I have. I might have learned something. Oh, I learned that. Uh, the fairings come down in parachutes. We all learned something. Yeah. Today. So, I mean, was this really that failure of a podcast? We didn't really talk about anything real. I still have 20 tabs open of shit to talk about. Like, uh, Amazon's <laughs> engineer calls for Ring to be shut down immediately over privacy concerns. But it's fine. What? That's a ridiculous headline. Um. Apparently, I mean, have you seen a day without Ring in the news? I I don't really get in that news too too much. Well, it 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 ain't looking good. It looks like they kind of just implemented a camera software without any security, and everyone's like Great. getting into Hopefully. it. And everyone's like Pikachu facing like what? Yep, that's so, good. I love non-secure cameras. They're great. I mean, what here? You don't have to believe this, but this is Nick's two cents: is that Ring was a small company with a good idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. And because they were a small company, the whole big idea stuff, or like the big issue stuff, was kind of like, well, we're a small company; we're not gonna really we'll like, figure run. that out later. Well, then Amazon comes along. Yep. And. And fluffs them up to make them look like a big company. But they still have a lot of their uh, small company like, we never really thought about all this. We never thought it was going to be this big. I mean, if you're small ring and you have a small market share and not that many people are using it. So not that many people are like, you know, like obscure through security through obscurity if not that many people have rings who's going to be trying to hack into it like yeah exactly but now everyone has it so it's all this whole amazon thing so now everyone's like trying to get into it and it rings like oh this wasn't designed for this yeah and it's one of those things that it's easy for someone just about anyone to say hey i want a doorbell that i get a video on my phone when somebody rings it that's great but the problem is when you start trying to figure out how to do that, there's some serious security stuff that has to happen for that to work out correctly yeah. on the back end. And a normal person doesn't understand that. So there is Which, a problem. That's, fine. I think, where this is. Like, what the problem is. So, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you're going to buy Ring anything, I just I just wait. I I just wouldn't right now. I'd either get your own camera system 
Or I'd There's go a ton with, of them that are issue have their own issues too. Or I'd go with a uh, a wise system or ways wise ways due to their lack of internet or due to the lack of uh, like web page access. You can only get their stuff through the apps. It's a little bit more secure because of the like obscurity of only like the channels are limited of how you get access to stuff. So. It's it's obscure because it's you know not as direct as like ringing all this other stuff. But just get nothing, just hope, kind of hope. Any camera that you can remotely watch has a very good chance of being able to be viewed by someone else. Tape an i or yeah, just get an old iPod, FaceTime a different phone, and carry that phone with you all the time. God. Solved. All I'm saying is that, like, especially with cameras, for whatever reason, there's a lot of people that seem to know how to get into them, it seems like. Or they straight up just phone home and give your video stream to somebody else. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, do a camera. Is there, I'm sure there's a camera emoji. I'm sure. Send, a, send us a camera emoji some way, some form, somehow, some way. I think I'm going to give you guys a break on the survey this week. No survey. No survey. It's fine. But anything else you have to add to this rambling of nothing? Nope. No rambling. No nothing. Okay. So that's all we have for this week's episode of Thursdays are the best days podcast episode 90. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye-bye.